0: Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. Happy Tuesday, everybody. You know something, I was recapping on season two and (laughs) I realized that it took me two years to complete season two. Yeah, I owe you a lot. However, in my defense, I was also in school during season two, the entire season two, I enrolled in grad school that August of 2020 and I started season two in October and of course grad school took the lead in my priorities and I I certainly apologize for keeping you hanging. However, congratulations, we have made it to the finale for season two. But don't worry, I promise I will be back for season three in October. But again, we're gonna start this episode off how we start off every episode, and it's just me asking you two things How are you doing? I hope you are doing so well. And the second thing isn't really a question, it's a statement, it's a moment of gratitude that you all continue to come back and listen and reach out to me. And I really do appreciate each and every one of you. I certainly do because there are a lot of other nail tech podcasts out here and you chose mine. And I truly appreciate that. That does not go in vain. And I certainly am appreciative of each and every one of you for deciding that Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast is for you. So thank you I want to give you a huge virtual hug from me to you. Yes, I am a kid of the 90s and that's from Barney, but (laughs) I mean it and I truly do appreciate you. So again, we're wrapping it up and we're going to focus on the road ahead. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to get into this. Grab a cup of tea. I needed it. <laughs> I usually have it when I start, but those breaks are necessary, so I can go grab a cup of tea or some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so season two, we started out on a high note. Um, I talked about the nail tech survival guide, and you know the th- overall theme for season two. Was advice to the incoming nail tech expanded. Um, Well, maybe not. That was more so for season one. Season one was more so advice to the incoming nail tech. Season two was how to prepare once you're in the thick of the salon space and how to survive during peak season, how to survive during The not-so-busy season are the slower months, so your peak seasons are normally from March until August. That's your wedding season, prom season, a lot of birthdays, by the way, and just the summertime, too. And then the slower seasons tend to be back to school through the holidays because it's colder and, you know, mainly people aren't coming out to get pedicures at that time. So I call that time the slower season because naturally it is and your pockets do show it. So season two overall was about that information that you're going to need and pieces of advice that you're going to need once you're in the salon and once you're you're into the thick of what you're doing in your profession. So I had a lot of fun with it. And like I mentioned earlier, um, season two happened while I was in school. So as you all know, I did return to school. I, I uh, furthered my education and I got a master's. And so, um, <laughs> like I, I joked about it earlier, but it did take me two years. Well, not, not really two years, but on paper, um, I essentially did start season two at the end of the pandemic, um, at the end of the height of the pandemic in 2020 and we are just now wrapping it up in uh, the summer of 2022 so that's that's um not a year and a half to finish it however i am stern about finishing things that i start and i know my language so far has has pointed towards me ending confessions of the podcast but i'm not i'm sorry confessions of the nail tech podcast but i'm not i'm having so much fun and i certainly feel like we are just getting started And I enjoy hearing from you. I really do. Um, Over these last two years, three years, really, since I, yeah, almost going on three years since I started the podcast, I have met some amazing nail technicians and I promise you I promise this has been such a wonderful experience and it has grown beyond I would have ever imagined. Um, When I first started Confessions of a Nail Tech, and I share this story a lot because I mean it. When I first started it, it came from a place of I wish I had something like this when I started out as a nail technician. And with this podcast and with my platform, I am hoping to plant the seed for other nail technicians that I influence to also plant the seed for future generations of nail techs that they influence so that this community continues to be as strong and encouraging and embracing as it is. Um, There are outside factors that do influence the nail salon industry specifically. However, in this space, we are all nail technicians. In this space, we are all masters at our crafts at whatever that may be as a nail technician in this space you are a nail technician first and I say that without saying too much um I talk about professional biases also in uh in season two and mainly those professional biases come from a place of um cultural biases that, that also tend to follow us into what we believe a nail tech looks like or what we believe a nail tech should be. Um, I also discuss talking about a lot of things that um, you hear and you see in the salon and how are you supposed to navigate these things? Um, how should you handle your clients? How should you own your own hustle when you are in the nail salon space, especially during those slower seasons where your income may not be what it was during your peak season. So I say own your hustle in um, episode three, if you wanna go back and listen to it, I talk about other things that you can do when things start to slow up in the salon to help you stay on board and on track with your income. You know, I mentioned that brand ambassador opportunity. I mentioned creating a podcast like what I did. Um, I'm going to give a shameless plug, but Anchor has really been wonderful with being able to have a platform for free and essentially make money off of doing what you do. So that's another opportunity or an opportunity to just videotape yourself doing nails, your own nails or doing swatches. Companies will pay you for that and then ultimately you could put it on YouTube and make additional funds. So there are ways to survive and thrive in this industry. Um, I caught myself uh, almost being a little bit of a hypocrite (laughs) and what I mean by that is I preach and I talk about so much about the nail salon space even though I am you know one salon removed from it myself. I still love this industry and I plan to still be mostly involved in the nail salon space even though my life has taken a pivot into back into corporate America but I will always come back and share what I learn in this space and apply it to nail technology and that's really all it is moving forward taking what I learn out in the real world and applying it to nail technology and knowing that this does work these are all things that had I known then what I know now I certainly would have made different kinds of decisions while working in the salon. And who's to say season three is going to be filled with a lot of surprises and a lot of new announcements about what's happening in my life. And I'm so excited to share that with you because I want you to stay encouraged. I'm sharing these things with you because these are things that I went through and I experienced that had I known then, again, what I know now, I would have made a different decision and perhaps you're going through the exact same thing that I talk about in one of my episodes and I'm sharing with you my solution so rather than struggle and worry about what it is that you need to do I'm sharing what could have happened or what you can do in order to turn your situation around so I'm super excited about that you know as season 2 comes to a close again I'm focused on the road ahead for the nail technology world and realm because there are so many things coming out and something that the pandemic did do for this industry was create more opportunities for nail technicians to be great and leverage their social media presence okay that was something that was phenomenal and honestly that's where i found my niche that's that's what birthed the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. A, having left the salon only a few months before the shutdown, and B, still wanting to work in my craft after the shutdown because I had so much product and so much knowledge left over, I thought, what can I do with all of this? Well, my YouTube channel, and then I started a podcast about nail technology, and that was something that prior to mine, I'd only seen one or two other podcasts for nail technicians, so this was something that I would like to say I was one of the grandmothers <laughs> of in this industry, and I was so happy about it. Um, so again, I say all this, I don't say these things to brag, I just say these things as an example of what you can do, and do not limit yourself. Don't let anyone tell you that the market is oversaturated with nail technology podcasts because I'm telling you it isn't. It isn't. I have seen so many articles where I wouldn't even have thought I made the list, but I made the list as far as podcasts for nail technicians specifically because our industry is so specific that sometimes we get grouped into cosmetology. And while we are a part of appearance enhancement, we are still our own subset of the cosmetology realm. So a lot of the things that we do are specific to the science of nails. Okay, so don't let anyone tell you differently. What we do is specific, it is a niche. And we'll talk about this more after the break. Is always my favorite segment of the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. The shout outs welcome to the village because now i can include my twitter followers my instagram followers and my subscribers because i am overjoyed with the amount of people who have found me have reached out to me and have shared their nail tech stories with me i truly 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 do appreciate you and i enjoy hearing from you so let's get started drum roll please welcome to the village nail artist 10 welcome to the village crime Nails. Welcome to the Village Busy Nails Ltd. Welcome to the Village Nails by Fatty. Shout out to Nails by Fatty, all the way from the West Coast. Shout out to Stargazer at Lund underscore Mayak. Shout out to Just Nailed It 95. Shout out to Lady Nails, Lady V Nails One. Sorry about that. I almost jacked up your name. Sorry about that. Shout out to you. Thank you for finding me and following me. Shout out to at Jamie 14293682 Shout out to you. Shout out to Polished by Emma J Shout out to Annabella Post. Shout out to sit underscore polish and go. Shout out to Jera underscore bash. Shout out to Dollish Polish Nail Studio Oh my goodness. I am so thankful for you all and thank you for finding me. Shout out to all of my new subscribers. subscribers on youtube there are so many of you to name but i see you and i want to thank you so much for joining the nails by raw village confessions of a nail tech village i am so happy you found me continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about me all right now without me there is no you and i thank you for finding me Well, this is my social media plug. Welcome to the village, all my new subscribers and new listeners and just new people who came and found Nails by Ra. I truly do appreciate you. This is my shameless social media plug. <laughs> Make sure you check out the nailsbyra.com website. Yes, we are back. This is my my virtual warehouse my virtual address of all of the places that i have all of the brands that i have underneath nails by ra on here You can find the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. You can also find my Twitter at Nails by Ra. Also my Facebook at Nails by Ra. Instagram at Nails by Ra. As well as YouTube at Nails by Ra. However, if you just want to check me out, visit www.nailsbyra.com. I'm looking for you and I'm waiting for you to subscribe. Tell your friends to tell your friends to tell your friends about me. All right. Ciao. I know I always love giving shout outs. That's probably (laughs) that is my favorite segment of Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast, because I get to give you all shout outs and let you know that I hear you. I see you. So thank you so much. Now, before the break, we were talking about how nail technology is a niche. It is a niche market and it is a specific set of cosmetology or that appearance enhancement. And specifically the science of nails and some of the things that you certainly learn in the classroom when you are in school and learning all of the great things and have your milady. I can never, I never really, I don't know how, if I'm saying it right. Is it milady or malady? Milady, the textbook that you have to use in order to pass. <laughs> I still have mine from 2012 around here somewhere. Um, And I saw, yeah, I saw recently uh, they went virtual, uh, digital. So now the Milady edition, let me see what edition that is. Um, The Milady standard uh, nail technology book, it is uh, virtual, uh, digital now. So it has actual video of the... um, the yeah the 14th edition that's what it is I'm I'm pulling it up now the 14th edition of um the Milady is uh digital they have a, a, a uh you can look at the videos and explanations and I think that is awesome you know these are things that I didn't have when I was in school and take advantage of it um this is something that is exciting and then they are coming out with um Uh, these textbooks in other languages. So that is exciting. I'm excited for you all. I'm excited for where, again, where the nail technology industry is going because as we evolve as a culture, um, certainly the way that we are being taught is evolving. And one of the things I wanted to touch on is the continuing education units and certifications. Now, uh, I know I'm gonna touch on this a lot in season three, please make sure you're doing your continuing education because if you are a nomad like myself, um, I recently relocated to South Carolina and I'm going through the process again of the endorsement of my nail technology license. And um, quick story, as I was getting ready to submit my paperwork, I realized that I also have to submit proof That I have passed and successfully passed um, the licensing, the two part licensing examination in the state of New York. However, the state of New York only keeps theirs for eight years. So I am hoping and praying that mine is still on file. If not, well, that'll be another conversation for later. But I'm here. I go through it so that you don't have to. So tune in in season three, and I'll let you know how that goes. But as of today, we are still in the process of getting my license endorsed in the state of South Carolina. And if I have any South Carolina listeners, um, I'm actually going to ask for your help. This is my call to action. Um, If you have some experience with this, how should I go about that? Because I was licensed in New York, had my New York license endorsed in Georgia, And now I have to have my license endorsed in South Carolina, even though I was endorsed in a state prior. So I'm not sure exactly how that's supposed to work. So if you hear me and you have some advice, I am open to that. And I I really do hope to have this resolved soon because there are a lot of things that I am working on that I I need to be licensed in order to do um, here in South Carolina. So, yes, please, if you know of that, please reach out to me and let me know at... um, nailsbyra at gmail.com and I'm excited thank you Um, so again as we wrap up season two we talk about owning your hustle I talk about out with the old and in with the new year and that was an episode just letting go of anything in the past or any of your inhibitions so that you can be great and you can get into this industry and rock it because I know that you can Um, I I a couple of nail tech students reached out to me um, over during my break and just let me know that they are, are uh, in nail school currently. Um, one is even getting ready to graduate, so I'm excited because this is graduation time. I graduated in June of 2020. 2020. 2012. Oh goodness. I graduated in June of 2012 and that was exciting. So this is graduation season two for a lot of my cosmetology um, and specifically nail tech students because a lot of the programs start in the winter of the previous year and so that you're finished by the summer of the following year. And when I tell you my heart is so full when I learn these things and um, nail tech students, this one is for you keep going. It is okay if when you first try the acrylic and you stink at it, keep practicing. In this industry, practice certainly means progress and just keep going. I know you can, I believe in you. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it because you can. I also talk about professional biases and I welcome you back with a story time. And I talk about those because of a comment that I received on one of my posts on YouTube. Um, It was specifically one of my, uh, I won't read verbatim what the person said, but I have yet to respond because I'm not certain how I want to respond or if I even want to respond to the, the message because it was not kind hearted. And it was specifically on something I posted in season one that talks about why um, the history of why most nail salons are owned by Asians. And also why um, a lot of the nail salons are, why the nail salon industry is dominated by Asians. Um, There's a, a truly deep and painful history as to why and we need to honor that. So the more you know, the more you grow. I am challenging a lot of you to do the research. And whenever I talk about this, um, I do always give, give her her props. But Michelle Freefam she did a um, documentary called Nailed It Doc. And it discusses the history why nail salons are Asian owned and its um, roots during the Vietnam War. And I'm telling you, it is truly insightful. And again, the more you know, the more you grow. But I talk about that because of the professional biases that we as a culture have learned to accept and just trying to unlearn those. You know, um, it's 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 limiting when you walk into something with those kinds of biases about someone's ability just because of how they look, you know. Um, we move on and talk about setting your price and living your life because that that episode was was triggered by another thing I saw on social media and I'll touch on it in season one too. Um, and I feel like each season I have to mention something about price and being unapologetic about what it is that you charge because unfortunately when customers are repeat customers – Um, Some of them feel like discounts are warranted, or um, perhaps your services are more expensive than someone else's services. And it's okay. Hey, that's what they charge. But I say this because um, I saw a comment about how um, I remember when full sets were $25. It's like, yeah, well, that was 1993. And there were still a lot of things that we didn't know about the chemicals being used on us in 1993. So that's why your nail set was $25. It was cheap chemicals. (laughs) However, uh, that in addition to inflation, everything's more expensive. But um, over time, the technology, the, the nail technology has improved. So in order to have those kinds of quality nails, it's going to cost more in addition to inflation costs. Everything is more expensive now right and then we move on and mention not just a nail tech this is my ode to all of the nail techs who listen and um, sometimes feel limited by uh, working in a salon and only being a nail tech and there are some people who look down on the profession because of what their own professional biases are about this industry but when I say not just a nail tech and I say that in quotation marks I say that because we are so much more than nail technicians. Never let someone tell you anything different. And I say that because this industry, you have to be a born hustler. You have to be good at customer service, customer care, product knowledge you also have to be aware of industry standards as well as what your cleanliness and your sanitation standards are and your disinfection standard disinfecting standards are you also have to abide by state regulations you also have to reapply every year to reinstate your license and make sure that you're certified and have these continuing education units you also have to make sure that your books are solid because the irs does not care if you did not know The IRS still wants their coins, so you have to be able to manage all of these things in addition to being a good artist when it comes to the method of design on your nails. So not just a nail tech, you are all of these other things. You're an accountant, you're a counselor, you're a nurse. You are all of these things under the umbrella of nail technology, which is why some states do require you to have so many credit hours because of all of the things that are covered in this industry, you know? Some states are a little bit more strict than others about the regulations when it comes to nail technology net oh, excuse me nail technology some states are a little bit more lax however, there are still those continuing education units to keep you abreast on any new things that come out right So again, as I mentioned these are things that, The powers that be don't care if you think you don't know, you're still going to get hit with a fine. The IRS does not care if you did not know that during your 1099, you were also supposed to take out your own taxes to pay them at the end of the year, which brings us to... Um, the last couple of episodes about money management and looking into your 1099 and your W-2 and which one works best for you, as far as how you wish to manage the manage yourself and conduct yourself in the salon and your personal finances. Because a large part of that, you are responsible for your, your household, but you're also responsible for your workspace. And those two, that, that stream of income has to be able to satisfy both of those expenses for you. So again, season two was all about advice and, and coaching and things that I wish I had known. When I came into this industry, you know, Um, in season three, I am going to expand upon the things that I wish I had known before I started. So that's going to be the theme. And I'm saying it out here. I'm I'm touching it and putting it out there. The theme for season three is certainly going to be things I wish I had known so that I can now tell you. So it has been a pleasure to serve you as your host And this is the wrap up for season two, Confessions of a Nail Tech. And I thank you, thank you so much for trusting me and trusting my advice in this $9 billion industry that is growing by the minute. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't be great. All right. Ciao until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, subscribe to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. And make sure you stay in the loop by following me across the board on social media at Ra. Also visit me at www.NailsByRa.com. Until next time.